Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, welcome to Nobody Panic where we help y'all out with some things about life. I'm Stevie. I'm Tessa. And uh, and this is the podcast. It's called Nobody Panic. Um, you're probably au fait with it by now. Um, but if or not, not. Or not. This could be the first one, in which case, pop on in. Come in. Good Welcome. luck. Good, yeah, good luck. Um, thank you for coming to hang out with us. It's, we really, we're, it's lovely to have you. Um, um, could, so perhaps we, we could persuade you to stay. Very good. Thank We've you. We've been working through um, listener suggestions um, for the last few weeks, apart from when one of us, I don't know, was hungover and we do how to be hungover. But um, this one came in from uh, Rebecca. She said, oh, I've been a fan for a couple of years now. Oh, very thank good. you, Rebecca. And, um, oh, I've never plucked up the courage to write in. Well, that's very uh, sweet. And I'm glad that you did because it's an excellent episode. Essentially, she, um, Rebecca is, is suggesting um, how to be persuasive or how not to preach. So she's coming at it from the perspective of being like an eco-warrior and finding it really hard to persuade friends and family to cut down their meat consumption or stop buying so many clothes. As I get worried, it will sound like preaching. How to be persuasive is an excellent topic for, for this for, the, for that reason and also just in general in life. So we're going to, um, of course, um, look at how to persuade people to stop eating so much meat when for example you've watched the film Okja and cried so hard that your tears have gone uh, bounced off your mouth and gone up your nose and then you you feel like whenever you've gone from being like a vegetarian is like I'm actually cool with steak to being like I can't be in the same room I feel I feel like and I think it's something that whatever your personal passion is uh, especially today in this deeply divided world um you know, you come against friends and family and true loved ones. So you're like, S- what? You're, you what? How can your views be so polar? This. And it's also helpful as well. There'll, there'll be some tips in there, just, you know, even if it's not to do with like opposing political views, but it's just something at work that you need to persuade some, somebody yeah. for anything. We'll get, there'll, there'll be some evergreen, evergreen tips yeah. in there, as we used to say, Maybe. business. You need to persuade somebody on your work team to be less of a shit and do their work properly. Maybe yes. you need to persuade your partner that you would like this uh, laundry basket in the shape of a penguin. Options. Options. <laughs> Options. Before we um, get into how Tessa can persuade people to let her have a penguin laundry basket <laughs> um, or tackle racist views within the familial <laughs> structures, um, what is the adult thing that you have done this week that makes you feel most like an adult? 
I um I hate follow a girl I went to school with on Instagram, and uh, she has had a number of um, astounding career changes. She was several years below me, and definitely doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, and um, she's now become a sort of uh, online guru. Mm. Um, very interesting transition for her. Uh, she was previously a high end um, fashion blogger. Right. And then before that, she was married to an oil billionaire. Like, we married someone very, very rich. Full and then thing was just like, the thing was just being rich and having a baby. Mm. And then before that, um, music career. And then before that, Babe Station. Was not expecting that. No, I know, right? What a curveball. Right. So, like, it has been an enormous and mm. varied career trajectory. And I do, uh, you know, I don't dislike the girl, but I do follow it with a, a fascinated eye. Um, anyway, then she's recently become a sort of guru. And I, um, I I was listening to one this morning. And normally I'm just I'm like, ugh, you know. But then this morning I was actually quite, was actually quite good. <laughs> is this Basically, a, like a podcast then? Is this the vibe? <laughs> the boy. This is the thing. I'm like, I start being like, oh, what's that? And then I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I've signed up. I've signed up to a webinar. <laughs> anyway, this one, I, I actually wrote down some things from her thing. Good on and her. I was I was like, oh, that, this one was actually relatively helpful. And also I have been, she was like, it was basically, it is basically her whole thing is just like rehashing, you know, nonsense from the secret. That's like, if you think bad thoughts, bad shit will happen. Like, yes. If you believe yourself, you know, which is, which is what everyone's saying. But like, she was, she did make a comment that was like, if your workspace is in disarray, like if are you you can only create chaos out of chaos and i looked at my desk where there was seven different pairs of socks yes. on the desk yes and then and then i've just completely cleared my desk where i'm sat now and it looks so smart and nice and i'm like oh my god i wow and it was such i mean i've only cleared it by throwing it directly behind me you're but, already ahead because even with seven pairs of socks on a desk you have a desk i i like work on the floor sorry the so desk right well yeah thank you the desk is also um an old door propped onto whatever you use it it's good business it's it's as well it's like a journey as well like you start it was a real journey stories like i hate follow this girl she's an asshole and then being like i'm now quite impressed me being like like, i've written i've I've written a few top tips on this post i love her um and that just shows that human beings contain multitudes and we can we can can never encapsulate them in a in in a hate follow um no i was gonna say you shouldn't hate follow people but actually if it if it yields this keep going if it uh, yeah if it brings you joy to quietly watch and also we're using the word hate is very aggressive there but i think everybody follows somebody who they are who they do not know in real life or maybe knew 10 years ago and they are so invested in their life and they know things and they're like oh the husband's back <laughs> yeah <laughs> like whose husband the husband's <laughs> back is a perfect the husband's back exactly he right? around for a like, while oh he's not been in the stories you know for a while you know and you do really but I think it's I don't honestly don't think there's any harm in it to like just be invested in in someone else in the story of someone else's life if they're not making you personally feel bad or lesser then absolutely fine hate follow is only bad where it's like oh I hate follow them because they're perfect and I'm terrible then you're like that's bad yeah 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 if you're like they're crazy and I really love what's going down over here then get in I say get in everyone's got one love island is I feel exactly it's it's the same right mine's Stevie, I think, has brought a prop today. For Mine this is one, for so show and tell. bad and so silly. Um, 
and nothing. Um, so I, but it is important to me. Um, I uh, have for years seen girls wearing these bobbles that look like tiny little baby slinkies, little coils, little invisible bobbles. And been like, I don't understand. I know you've got one. I don't understand what's invisible about them. I can see them. And then found out last week that it's because you don't get a kink in your hair when you have a ponytail. And I was like, oh, I thought it, they thought that the bobble was invisible in your hair because it was like this so that the hair would go over it. And I was like, but it's not working and I can see it. Anyway, bought one. <laughs> You're just whispering to everyone. You know, I can see working. it. I can see your <laughs> bobble, mate. But um, no, so when you put your hair in a ponytail and you wear a normal bobble, every, everyone listening is like, yes, I know. Welcome to 2014. I, you put your hair back, put it in a hair bubble and then you get like a that and then it goes like, suddenly like, like there's like a big dent where your bubble was if you've had it in oh, for a right. long time. Invisibobble, uh, all the sort of cheap version I bought, uh, doesn't do that. So when you take your ponytail out after having it in all day, your hair is not. Oh, I see. Oh, thank you, Stevie. I mean, absolutely. You're very welcome. And uh, I felt insane when I found out that I didn't know that. I thought I was mental. I was like, I, mm. I can see them. Does not. Right. Can everyone else not see these or is it just me? <laughs> um, and then put, put it in and you can absolutely see it. But now I feel like a cool girl. Anyway, that was a very long adult thing for both of us, but I enjoyed it and it was full and it was rich and it was compelling. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. You know what's also compelling? Uh, being persuasive. Yes. So may I launch in with an anecdote, which is that uh, I can't give any specifics, but we had a, a family situation where this exact thing would have been very helpful where different views, different opinions, people not like now in the cold light of days later, you can absolutely go through with a red pen and go, "Mm, now here you should have used this word. "Mm, Absolutely. Maybe not have done that or maybe whatever. But at the time, very heated, very, uh, you know, a lot going on. I guess the main thing with persuasion is like, what uh, do you care? Do you care enough to persuade this thing? Like, you yes. must really want the outcome for this person's views to change. And if they're, you know, a stranger uh, on the bus, uh, you know, or somebody who is so far entrenched in their view or or whatever, then you're like, is it a? Is it going to achieve anything? And b? Is it in any way worth it? Is the, is if they truly change, is that truly going to be yeah. helpful, and beneficial can, to your? Can they change? Like feasibly. And yeah. Can they? And will this affect? Because I know that a lot of people, um, I find it very interesting reading about America and how Trump has divided families and how, and that, like, and at the start, it's all about, you know, how depressed people were not being able to, both sides not being able to see um, each other. But then it's progressed on to like just people just not speaking to each other anymore. And there does come a point when I think you have to go, there's always the option of these people are unpersuadable. Can I live with that? If you can't, that's absolutely fine. If you genuinely cannot live with the person who has those views, you can't keep them in your life, and it would be it would be harmful for you to do so. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought I'd say that because it's very easy for us to go be calm. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I think we're just going to ignore the be calm one because it's Passed. it's everyone knows that you should, and yet it's like, well, people wouldn't be in this mess if they wouldn't feel passionate about the thing, and so of course yeah. everyone's going to be, you know, because a lot of the persuasion techniques are all about basically trying to like sell somebody a car or whatever, which is a totally different kettle of fish than yeah. persuading somebody you know, of whatever important, you know, passion it is. And I think it's also about being like, can I make, maybe I can't um, 
you know, if you're dealing with the Minneapolis barbecue king who eats meat three times a day, is he going to go vegetarian after your fantastic speech? No. Is he maybe going to try one meat-free day? Maybe. You know, so it's like where, how much ground is actually possible to be gained here? And is there a could rather than being like, I want this total thing. Can I have a small, could we make some small headway in the right direction? Yes. Know? And then it's like, if, you know, it's like, it is, I don't know, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, if it's, if the battle is too great, then like it's, there's no shame absolutely in downing tools and being like too big actually for me. No, yeah. thank you. I'm just distracting myself from this. But that's a scientifically backed up persuasive technique, which is the small steps so someone is less mm. like it's like also it's this, almost the same the same as haggling so when you haggle you go in like or when you are bargaining some sort of like financial raise or whatever you go in I, I was taught and I only like only was able to put it into practice when I was was older and had a bit a bit more confidence but I wish I'd done it sooner where when someone says well what's your rate for this and, you, and I just would go way higher than they would ever imagine but say mm. but I am flexible so then when they go oh can you do it for this it was higher than they wanted but it was also higher than I wanted because I'd gone insane yeah. so it's that kind of tactic that can often work so for example yeah like if you are for example much lower level of emotions but still running high if your partner is a meat eater and you have seen okja for example you can't be like it's un- you can but it's un it's, it will be less um successful if you're like can you go vegan please from now and mm. more if you were like you know, this oat milk's actually the same as normal milk. Do you want to try it? Mm. Or just be like, just try to like certain things. Let's let, let's make a meat-free Monday yes. thing or whatever. Well, exactly. I think that's like s- several excellent points in one with you like um, going too high and then they'll say, oh gosh, okay, no. It's both, they've made it, you put the power into their hands so they feel like that's their idea mm. um, and they've compromised on something less than what you initially offered. So with the barbecue king, if you say, can we do three days a week meat free? And he says, oh, good Lord, no, but what about one? One is all you wanted in the big, you know, but if yeah. you ask for one and maybe you only get, <laughs> you only get breakfast meat free or whatever. But if you ask for three maybe you can compromise on one and so go in go in too high in the hope that it puts the power on on them and so that they choose something that they feel like they took control over that they were they still had some autonomy they weren't just being forced to do a thing um I think a big part of persuasion is about help making helping the other person rather than you just bellowing like this is what we're doing now even though that is how you feel it is helping the other person to come to the conclusion of their own and so that that idea and that choice is their choice and therefore they're able to you know, to believe in it and to do it rather than to be, it be forced, forced down their throat. Yeah, definitely. And also as well, you know, you could, it's again, scientific, scientifically proven that people tend to respond. Well, actually that there is a gender split in that males will tend to respond to facts more and females will tend to respond to emotions more, but that's incredibly general. And uh, as a rule, it's, best to stick to facts where you can because um it tends to make your you know suggestion less of a monologue if you're like did you know about so and and spacing it out so I very much look I I may or may not have um, manipulated my boyfriend into uh, being vegetarian maybe I've done that and maybe it's taken two years and maybe it was all thought out but he thinks he's done it by himself um and how did he come to the conclusion did you make him watch the pig movie well i didn't know what the pig movie was that was very much the uh, tipping point 
Um, I see. And it was a very welcome tipping point because it came at a good point where, mm. but um, no, it's, it's more like um, I would just sort of, cause we always say, you know, if we've read something interesting, like, Oh, have you heard this thing or whatever? And I would, whenever I saw something like that, I would often never say anything because I would be like, well, I don't want to make him feel bad as a meat eater. Then I was like, but it's, I say everything else. So I was like, so then I just started saying like, Oh, if you like, cause there's, there's so many statistics about how important it is to maybe cut down on that stuff for the mm. world. And he does care. He is worried about climate change, but he's not as worried about like, Oh, you know, the, like he can't, he's got the cognitive d- dissonance of, you know, his animal and meat. Like he likes animals, but mm. he hasn't quite. So that's not the avenue to go down. If that's not something that is, he already knows, like he already likes the idea of, you know, having chickens, but will eat chicken. So then that, to me being like, but it's a chicken isn't going to, isn't helping yeah whereas he has been like god like the climate change stuff had had really got him so i was like well yeah i mean i suppose meat is like meat is it's such a big thing part of it maybe we should do some sort of meat free monday thing or maybe we should and he was like i don't know and then but rather than go no we should i was like i'll just not say anything else and see how it pans out and then like four or five days later maybe even a couple of weeks later he he just started sending me like vegetarian suggestions being like that's interesting like and then and then he tried like a vegan burger for like a laugh essentially and was like this is great and then it's just it's just kind of snowball from that but it was but that is easy because it's yes it's an emotional thing for me but it's not emotional like a viewpoint it's almost like yeah. I am able to, I, I'm able to calmly uh help someone over a long period of time do that mm. because I think it's actually really important that people do that but I also absolutely hate preachy vegans more than anything else because mm. I get preached to it and I'm like I'm a vegan <laughs> and they're like yeah you want that honey or whatever you're like absolutely get out <laughs> everyone's trying so I think yeah there's it you know but then there are certain things that I'm very bad at persuading or explaining or certainly things through sexism or things that I'll be like why are you watching a film by that director when we know he's a piece of shit that's Mm. a very unhelpful thing to say halfway through a film when you've walked home and you're also quite drunk and (laughs) and even then even though I didn't even watch the movie just like how you presented that and your tone made me be like fuck you exactly (laughs) and I I turned the volume up even though I didn't even know what I was watching or why I I actually then sought out a, a worse director put that on yeah Absolutely, uh, and I, 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 t- I got two screens up, and then, and yeah, then I printed out a picture of him. But then, the, Just because, like, the, because it's all, it's all a personal thing. But then, that's the biggest kind of barrier to persuading somebody of something that can help them or whatever is um defensiveness and you just cause defensiveness the moment you go in hard. So it's yeah. really difficult to fight that. Yeah, I guess in that situation, it's like not to do it at the time. Let them enjoy their movie and then be like, oh, did you know? Oh, I actually read. You know, I used to th- I used to really enjoy that guy's work, but I actually read this article or this piece, or you know, I, I, I think that's like I, I I was on the same page as you, and I've since you know I've seen received this, this information, or I've seen this thing, and it makes me feel um a little uncomfortable, or I you know you know gently seeding the idea, then I'd be like, oh gosh, I didn't even know that about the director. Oh wow, yeah, of course I I'm immediately. Of course I'm on board. Mm. Exactly what you're saying about persuading your boyfriend about not eating chicken that you. Uh, you gave him the thing that he cares about which is the climate change to say like well the best way for you to 
the, be- the best thing for climate change, the thing that you care about is to do this and you would feel better and know that you were helping, you know, if this, and so if, for example, if like you wanted, and one of Rebecca's examples was about like people buying too many clothes. Like if one of them was like your friend who's constantly on uh, ASOS or boohoo or you know buying a lot of fast fashion that you know they definitely because the the information is there it's quietly trickling in like everybody definitely knows at this point that fast fashion is a bad idea and that you know so you just shouting like uh you know this like it makes me be like I'm gonna buy eight more just to piss you off (laughs) like um you know whereas being like um hey you could actually get much better quality things much cheaper on ebay you know if you got that second hand or like you can even look up that dress you've been looking at i bet there's an i bet somebody's if you type in that exact details i bet that someone's selling it on depop or ebay or whatever and it would be cheaper and you could get better quality and like here are all the positives that you could get out of turning your opinion slightly to the left rather than you just shouting like people are dying in which case like there's no of course people are dying like there's no there's no future there but if someone's like oh I see how it would benefit me to stop my fast fashion habit like oh okay this is positive yeah rather than just like oh I'm not allowed to do the thing I like I I very much became because I don't buy fast fashion anymore and I very much became the reason I did that was because every time I asked I think it was my sister, but it, there's also other people as well. It got, I had a couple of friends that every time I asked them where they'd got something, they'd be like, oh, Depop. And I'd be like, God, what is this Depop? Like, that's, that's amazing. Like, they'd got like a really cool jacket already. Or, and, and, um, and then when Lauren Bravo came on our episode, how to, about how to break up with fast fashion, she got a book out called the same thing. And I would recommend it highly. I've recommended the, the podcast episode and the book. And she mentioned Depop. I was like, okay, I have to try this thing. So also as well, like if you want to persuade people, basically, even if it's not, whenever anyone goes, what's that from? Just be like Depop, eBay, even if it's not. Yeah. Always yeah, just that. keep saying, oh, this fantastic deal. I got it for a pound on eBay. Just like quietly seed the idea that, you know, um, exactly. Just like get the, yeah, it just needs to be all about positive affirmation, positive, um, you know, like this, or the changes that people need to make. If they, if you are asking people to, you know, if if it's like, like to the chicken example, if you're like, you can't have this thing that you enjoy in your life anymore. Or is it like, you can improve the world. You can make an actual difference in saving well, here's the planet. An alternative, You're like, like, here's an alternative, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's been proven that if you speak more slowly, people will, are more likely to take what you're saying seriously and are more likely to listen to you. And also if you adjust your, your body language and the way that you're speaking to fit the person that you are speaking to, if they are stood up, you also stand up if they are sat down or, or you invite them to sit down with you. Like you stay on the same level as them at all times because it's all about um, empathy. It's all about uh, you're not, you're, you're trying to avoid the idea that you're clashing or that you are different at, like, at any mm. point that you, you mm. you're just two people um and you're both reaching out to to each other um and not expecting the change to happen in the conversation in fact it will probably mm. never happen in the conversation because even yes. no matter how nice you are you still feel if you, the person who is trying to persuade you to do something or whatever whenever that happens to me I can't help it like I feel defensive immediately like I just don't want to because because I'm just annoyed or it's like, it's like a very inbuilt feeling that I can't really control and but then it will take maybe a day or so and then I'll be like yeah no that that was right if the person hasn't then been like no now like why why are you yeah. now tell Absolutely. commit to change immediately <laughs> That's so important, I think, in, in that such a key thing to be like, it won't happen in this conversation. All you're doing in this conversation is sowing the seeds for this person to allow to come to this conclusion um on their own at a at a later point. Mm. Um and a neighbor I disliked the other day um once said, I've been thinking a lot about what you said about nationalizing the railways. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I'd obviously had one of my like, I'd obviously and some distant point in the past made like I wouldn't have actively sat down with her and explained nationalising the rail. I would have made like some quip about being like, of course we have to do that. Witty quip about the nationalising Not a quip, sorry. A quip's the wrong way. A, a throwaway comment to the tune of like... We should nationalise the railways, Tessa quipped over her shoulder as she walked into her house <laughs> with milk. I am just always shouting, nationalise the railways. I, I But like I obviously, I was like, yeah, well, I obviously made a, a thing I could, genuinely did not remember doing. I made some like, you know, comment about it that she obviously had genuinely been thinking about. Um for some time and had said sincerely to me like I have really changed my mind I think you're completely right about that and I had to be like oh well great I totally don't remember telling you but I'm thrilled that you, you've come to that conclusion but yes you, you're, you're sitting with them or you're standing or you're mirroring their body language you're meeting them on their level and when we have a conversation with somebody and we we agree with them or they agree or more importantly they agree with us we get a beautiful little hit of dopamine so we feel genuinely chemically fantastic which is also why the first time that you you have like an amazing friendship with somebody or a new or a new relationship and you're like oh my god we oh my god you like peas i like peas and it's all like ah. <laughs> everyone likes peas mate <laughs> you hate mahogany i hate mahogany <laughs> and then the first time they say something like you know oh i like crocs or something <laughs> that you <laughs> But you're like, like, what? like, like crocodiles. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, crocs. No, I shoe. know, I know, I know. You know. <laughs> as soon as they something say something that is so astound, like so, yeah. you know, it's, it's I hate women. A, <laughs> I, oh, I hate women. That you're just like so shocked, and it then it goes from being like it, it's a completely the reverse of that feeling. It's it's a horrible like oh my god, this person I got, got to get away from this person, which is why you know having a 
holiday or a friend or somebody that with somebody who has different ideas about what a holiday is to you is mm. will feel like a con- whereas when you find someone who's like yes I want to do pina coladas and not move by the pool you're like oh my god and we're off like this feels fantastic and so trying to give that person as much in the persuasion conversation as much dopamine as you possibly can so if they say like I just love chicken or I love dresses be like oh my god I totally agree just like start the conversation mm. there I I totally agree yes chicken is amazing yes fashion is lovely you know just like start the conversation there yes there is something in here that you can agree on and then be like um but if I may like I've found this or I it would be I found it so much cheaper or better on eBay it's um it would help it's climate change for this it's you know whatever then your second point is but you've given them that lovely dopamine so when they start the conversation you're like oh they're like oh they agree with me oh fantastic yeah and that has happened totally subconsciously but already you've you know if you're like i want to paint the wall um bright bright yellow and you know the other person is like that's absolutely disgusting like how can i persuade them not to do that be like yes i totally agree a lovely color in here would be amazing um you're so good at colors though what do you think about maybe um white (laughs) (laughs) really great example if you just shout if you just say no i inherently feel like i'm shit and worthless and like and low we're never going to be able to come to any conclusion here because the damage is done like I've decided I'm terrible at painting whereas if you're like yellow sounds amazing but could it be over there out of our house (laughs) could it be in your own house in the future Um, (laughs) but if you as soon as you start with yes I agree or yes that is a good choice or yes anything the person is like you've already given them that like they already feel you might as well have given them the wall they feel great you know they'll they'll, they'll forget that the next sentence is and also no to the wall and also no but make sure it never ends with no make sure it ends with um, but how about dot 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 you don't just say dot 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 you also have to think of an example unfortunately yeah Um, and um, I think this is my very last one. As much as you can, allow them to think that they have come up with this idea. Yeah. So that's most, the, you know, we had a terrible row. Um, my dad and my sister were crying at each other, um, arguing about where something should go. And it, her idea was better. And I went to immediate. Immediate? Could be a word. I think it's just mediate, and, but... Um, I went to mediate the situation and I uh, absolutely agreed with her. And then I took dad to one side and I was like, why are you so, why, um, what's going on champ? Why are you so against this idea? And he said, cause I didn't think of it. <laughs> Look, the fact that Tom's able to just admit that and know that is so impressive. So, or, I, that, I gave him such a big clap for saying, well done. That's so self-aware and like, well done you for being able to just be like, that's the truth. The truth is I didn't think of this better idea. So then we found a compromise that was basically both of their ideas and we all agreed that it was dad's idea and (laughs) we could all all move on. (laughs) But when it's a, I remember um, a friend of mine was telling me, so when it's like an ideological uh, disagreement, um, there's not as simple to solve as a wall, like for example, Brexit. I know it's very like pat now, but actually a friend of mine was saying on the phone the other day about how his dad voted for Brexit and my friend said you know was t- was telling me about how it the conversations had basically just they had, they had to stop talking about it because whenever he was like like dad you have to explain to me why his dad would be like oh great so now you think I'm a racist and, and he was like whoa I've not actually said I'm not saying that I'm just like I don't understand mm. why and, and it was a racist campaign from my perspective so I really want to understand because you're not a racist so I really understand like why you would do it but then obviously there are a lot of things on Twitter there are a lot of things a lot of people um I don't know where I I stand on it but like a a lot of people think that it doesn't matter why you voted for Brexit if you voted for for Brexit you are racist so that and that is a thing that is said a lot um Mm. and so his dad I think I think the frame 
to yeah, the, of course. Like so, and that's the thing to remember. It turns out his dad was voting for was had, had, had voted for it because his line of work very specifically is um, impacted negatively by being in the EU. Mm, so once, as loads of people's are as like, loads of people are, and once they found out about that, then it was okay because then. My friend could say, "Right, okay, that actually makes sense," and some, and, and now that kind of almost illuminated both sides because then he, his dad was like, "Oh, good, so not everyone thinks I'm a racist immediately." Yeah, and then my friend was like, "Oh, my dad isn't a racist," <laughs> so it was actually, you know, it, or he, or at least even if he still disagrees with him, he can see a logic that isn't malicious there, which I think is so absolutely, important. and and like that's the thing we, you know, so many ever the farming community voted like in swathes for Brexit because you know it's very easy for us to be like, but we'll never work in Paris, you know, be like loads of people's lives are, are hugely um, impacted by you know laws that they can't change and all sorts of stuff. So it's really simple for us to be like, I think the phrasing is actually on the racist issue is actually. Not everyone who voted for Brexit is a racist, but every racist voted for Brexit. No, I've seen that, but I've also seen people saying, sorry, (laughs) if you voted for for Brexit, you're a racist. And and I think as well, like that will be, you know, I'm white, so I don't know how that feels to have seen those those billboards and those, you know, I mean, I do know that it it was disgusting and I hated it, but I think there's a passion there of like, well, I'm an immigrant, oh, I'm a first generation, second, second generation immigrant. And so I don't care whether the laws affected you adversely you did you voted for a racist campaign and so therefore mm. unfortunately that makes you a racist and i think like there's there's many different a lot, lot of anger and there's many different opinions coming from many different experiences mm. right wrong it d- kind of doesn't matter it's just like there's space for all of those opinions but if that is being if you see that even once then you go oh, i'm sharp no i'm not yeah exactly stevie i totally agree well, thank you Thank you. Um, wow, I, that was, I actually got goosebumps there. Um, yeah, did you? The, the, the dopamine hit was so strong. Um, so straight through the eye. You eyeballs. can paint whatever wall you like. <laughs> Thank you. If you can, and if you deem it worthy to do so, it's always worth really getting to the root cause of why the person thinks the way that they do so mm. that you can then, you it, like the whole... And I, I should have said this way earlier because I thought it was like an excellent tip. The, the, the whole point of persuading someone is actually not persuading the other person. It's 50% persuading the other person. It's 50% you empathize and finding a way to empathize with that person. So it's, mm, you're doing yeah. as much work to try to build it, to try to understand why that person thinks that, the way that they do, just yeah. as you are to try and bring them around to your way of thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, uh, if I may end with an analogy that I've just thought of, Great. Uh, rather than trying to get the nail out with the hammer and just bashing it so that you break the nail and then it's further in, it's in so deep now it's never coming out. Maybe turn the hammer around and use that like claw bit and gently lever it out. That's what? very good. Yeah. And again, just a little insight into the sort of how you're spending your days. <laughs> and, and also back to what we said at the start as well about how like, yeah, but sometimes the nail is so far in the wood that if you try and get it out, either oh, yeah. way, you'll hurt yourself. You'll so hurt yourself. Stevie, that's so good. I totally agree. That's so good. Thank what a you. good analogy. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to look at that nail and be like, that ain't coming out. That's not for me. Yeah. That's for somebody with a you know, pneumatic chainsaw. Like, I ain't, that's not coming out. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got the tools for this. I'll back away. Leave that nail. But if it looks like it could be levered, oh, gentle, gentle, not bang, bang, bang. Not bang, bang, bang. Not bang, bang, And on bang. that note... <laughs> I think that was the perfect way to end. I hope that, I hope that helps um, Rebecca in, in some way. And I hope it helps anybody 
even if you're not called Rebecca, I hope it helps you. I hope that you can sit down with whoever it is you need to persuade, whether that be decorative, racial, political, <laughs> or or career-based. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. All of those things, I think, are even um, and require the same. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, I hope uh, anyone listening, I hope we weren't too flippant about the, because, you know, it's obviously very, it's the, the persuasiveness is a whole spectrum, isn't it? Um, a smorgasbord. And sometimes... It's just not worth it. But a lot of times it's more worth it than you think it is, I think. Um, but my God, I applaud people who are so, like, you know, the, the people that, like, well, my, my sister that basically like, does it for a living. I, I just, what, no, cannot. Yeah. It's so draining. Um, mm. Buy yourself a little treat afterwards. Right. So yeah. if you have any more suggestions, as you can see, we are going through people's suggestions. Please do email us, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Please do follow us at nobodypanicpodcast. And like follow me just for some fun. I don't really tweet very much, but you know, fine. At Stevie M, the S is a five. I'm at Tessa Coates. Le- just letters. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good... Uh... Got look- no, I've, I used to create quite a good meme uh, timeline, but I've... Um... I've left Twitter recently, so have you? <laughs> What's the point of this? Oh, okay. What's the point of this? What's I have the point thought of this I tale? haven't seen uh, Tessa Coates liked uh, above. Yeah, tweets right. Very often. I, and I because normally I, that's I, I normally made it, that's normally all the fun content. And I thought my Twitter has been a bit shit recently. Okay, thank you. But when people say that to me, I truly feel like I'm doing God's work because I really used to when I would see good stuff, I'd be like, I must get this to the people as quickly as possible. Um, but I'm out, I'm out of the game. We'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. And, and good luck out there. Good luck out there. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs>